Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 10. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hello out there. And today we have a special guest host. He is a uh, author and also a sketch card artist for Tops and uh, maybe others. It's uh, Dan Curto. Welcome, Dan. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Um, we have, uh, an announcement to make here where I have created a Patreon page for our collector podcast. It's, uh, com slash the Star Wars Collector. And it's, uh, it's something if you just want to, you know, help out with the podcast and donate some money, it's, uh, on a monthly basis, you know, it starts out as low as a dollar. It's, it's not required. There won't be anything that will be uh, specifically, you know, just for Patreon users to listen to as far as, like, the podcast goes. They may get to listen to stuff early, but as far as, like, overall, you know, eventually everyone will listen to, you know, all of the stuff that we've done. Because I have an interview with uh, Mr. Kim Simmons, the man who shot Luke Skywalker. And I'll probably put it up there first and uh, then incorporate it into one of our shows later, probably next month, due to uh, the time constraints that we've had so far. So it's just something that uh, I put together in case you know people wanted to help out. I know a lot of other podcasts have done the same thing. And uh, I figured I'd go ahead and do it. If, if people want to, it's fine. If you don't, that's fine also. And uh, so... I just want to go ahead and get that out of the way. All right, and uh, we'll let our uh, our guest go first as far as to what he has gotten here recently. So, uh, Dan, go ahead and tell us what you've got recently. Uh, oh, there's been quite a few things lately. Um, I've been taking advantage of a lot of the clearance sales that have been happening at Walmart and Target and Toys R Us and, and places like that. I, I think I found some stuff at Kohl's, which is weird because Kohl's is usually very, very pricey compared to some other stores. Um, but I, I skipped out on a lot of the Force Awakens stuff when it first came out because, frankly, there was just too much, and I was kind of saving my money for vacation and stuff. Um, but I've been, you know, patient, and I, I picked up some Black Series six-inch figures. I picked up some basic figures for only four bucks. That was pretty good. Uh, some vehicles for five bucks and nine bucks, and you know, just just some really good deals because everybody was getting ready for Rogue One. Yeah, which uh, obviously was last week as as we record this and there was a ton of stuff that uh hit locally but i really didn't have a problem finding anything um in various stores i stopped in about five or six different stores up in my area targets walmart toys r us kmart walgreens kohl's (laughs) i think i covered almost everything and i picked up some six inch figures that i wanted um a couple of the mattel uh, Hot Wheels vehicles, so the U-Wing was a brand new one. So I got that, and I got a couple of the um, the two-packs. Mm-hmm. So I picked that up, and I've been having some fun opening those up, and what was really kind of fun is Hasbro was kind enough to send me a, a goodie bag, or a goodie box, I suppose, for Rogue One that included some three-and-three-quarter-inch figures, a couple six-inch figures, titanium series, 
vehicle, titanium series helmets, the hero, what they call the shampoo bottle figures, um, of the Death Trooper, which was kind of fun because I won't ever really normally buy that because um, I don't collect that line. And then the voice changer Death Trooper mask, which I'm kind of curious to try on and try out. And a couple of Nerf guns that, again, I'm not really a big Nerf collector, but those were kind of fun. Yeah, so, um, so how do we get in on this uh, and have Hasbro send us stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've been part of the PR department, not, not department, but uh, you know, outreach and partners, if you will, for many years now. Um, and I know they, they kind of share the love from time to time. You guys have a podcast. This is definitely your in. So if you ever meet them at a show, talk to them about getting some samples and help them promote the line. That's definitely uh, one way to do it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be awesome. going to celebration next year. So, yeah, yeah, I, I've been like I said, I've been to Toy Fair, Celebration, Comic Con in San Diego, New York, many many times. Now uh, you hinted earlier, I'm I'm more um, doing sketch cards, so I'm I'm an artist. So I'm I'm going to conventions, some local ones, some small ones. But I'm on the other side of the table now, which is a little different for me, but also kind of fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so I, I didn't spend a ton of money, but I did a lot of driving. I did some hunting, and I uh, I had some fun with it. I mean, the action figure collecting is not as huge for me as it was a few years ago. Um you know, the, the things I like to collect, the three and three-quarter inch articulated figures, they don't really make too many of those anymore. Yeah. So, which is depressing at times, I think. <laughs> Man, if they weren't so expensive, though, I mean, they're they're like thirteen bucks a figure now. Well, Walmart oh. did do the wall the rollback price. They're like ten eighty three at most WalMarts now. Yes. As a matter of fact, I got the last three Han, Leia, and uh, Phasma for that price. So that was that was pretty good. I thought. Oh, nice. And I did see the new ones. Um, what was it? Ahsoka, Lando, Akbar, and the Royal Guard. I saw all of them at a couple different Walmarts, actually, and I didn't buy any of them because they're all repacks of from the vintage collection. So if you missed out on those several years ago, and I know Ahsoka was particularly hard to get, um, and you want to get a couple more Royal Guards, that is definitely a way to go if, if you can find them in Walmart. Yeah, I got. I have all of the vintage collection figures. Yes. Yeah, I didn't have any problems getting most of mine. The only two that I think of that I can that I had to like buy on eBay was Bastilla Sean and Ponda Baba. Those are the two I'm missing still. <laughs> yeah, those those were ridiculously hard to find. I only ever saw them at retail once, and it was during a lunchtime toy run with one of my coworkers who was like hey, do you have this guy? And I'm like, hmm, holy crap, let me have <laughs> I was like, yes, you don't want them, do you? And that was the only time I ever saw it. They also came with the Echo Base Rebel Trooper. Um, and that was the only time I ever saw them in stores. Now, Bastila Sean was re-released later on. Right. Um, but the other two, to this day, still have not been. Yeah, I, I got to, I had to pay, I think, $40 for my Bastila Sean and like for the Ponda Baba because I didn't want to have my collection be incomplete by just two figures. <laughs> right, right. Now, are you an opener or do you keep everything carded? 
Uh, kind of half and half. The the okay. the vintage collection ones are still all on the card, but okay. all the newer ones that I get, I open them all. Gotcha. All right, Carl, what'd you get? Um, I got quite a bit too. I picked up most of the the. My buddy Dwayne went out at midnight and pretty much found everything we was looking for. Um, I picked up all the basic except for Kylo Ren of the Rogue One figures. I got Jenner, so the Imperial Ground Crew, the Imperial Stormtrooper, K2SO, and Kanan and Sabine. As well as, um, I thought Luke was a little lonely in the 20-inch line, so I picked up a Gen 20-inch figure. Especially when you have like a Target $25 coupon kind of staring at you it's like ooh, i can get this basically for free yeah so i got it got the um, death trooper rebel commando and the rebel commander pal pack um i got the rebel u-wing fighter with the captain cassian andar and the tie striker with the imperial type fighter pilot hadn't opened any of that stuff yet but i did i got the a-wing with Hera, which i have opened it up and took a look at it and i like the vehicle i mean it's pretty nice but i was disappointed that Hera's helmet is kind of glued to her head so that was a little disappointing for me what did you think of the size of the a-wing compared to some of the other <laughs> it was it was definitely smaller but i don't have as hard i know a lot of hardcore fans have a problem with the smaller vehicles but i don't mind them as bad because they fit better on shelves and stuff in my opinion mm-hmm. so i mean but i mean it's, it's it's a nice little compact vehicle and and she fits in it really well that's good yeah I mean, because I know that one X-Wing last year, you had a hard time getting Poe into it. So that was not good. Yeah, wasn't that the one that that, uh, Dwayne opened? Yes. Yeah. And um, I did pick up the three repacks um, at um, Walmart as well because I, I did not have those figures opened in like brian's doing i'm not opening my opening my vintage collection figures so i i grabbed them for i could open them up for display mm-hmm. and then um as brian mentioned earlier we had our star wars um fall festival kentucky star wars and i got some really nice goodies off the um giveaway table the big one was the star wars rebels inquisitor deluxe maquette by general giant which i believe brian that you had them donate right uh, yes, I asked them for donations, and that was one of the things they donated, along with also with the, oh, what was that, clone trooper, like a a snow yeah. clone trooper? I can't remember his name. But it was it was pretty nice. I usually don't get my name drawled that quick to pick off the table to get one of the really nice items. And I got a couple of beach blankets off our goodie table as well, and and card of monday which said sent us a pallet of donations which i made sure to thank them on twitter with lots of pictures um (laughs) i got three different card sets from them and then of course people had stuff for sale at our fall festival and i got a vintage collection sand trooper because you can never have too many you know sand troopers on a shelf Never. And then, never. Yeah, and, and Kevin Lance had some buttons, as he seems to always have, so I picked up some free buttons from him. And another guy did a trade with a trading him a G.I. Joe helicopter for a, a Rebel attack shuttle. 
And then I also picked up a, another thing. You can't have too many jaw walls, so I picked up a vintage jaw wall as well. So it's been a in the last week, pretty much not having anything to talk about on the next show. I got quite a bit. You get a vinyl cape Jawa or soft goods? It was the soft goods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vinyl cape would have been nice. Yeah, especially for ten dollars. Anything else? No, that should cover it. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I got pretty much all saw a lot of the same stuff that you guys got. Uh, I ended up picking up all my uh, X-wing miniatures uh, ships uh, from Wave Nine. I don't know if you, uh, you Dan, have heard of the X-wing miniatures game from Fantasy Flight Games. I'm I'm aware of it. Yep. Yeah, I picked up the Wave Nine uh, ships, you know, the uh, in the last month, and then also. Got all the new six-inch figures, and uh, I went ahead and got the the ray, which had a lightsaber with it. And mm-hmm. uh, I ended up I ended up taking back my other ray because <laughs> it was still in the box. Right? Yeah, I was like, man, just for a lightsaber? Are you kidding me? So that's the struggle I'm having with like the Kylo Ren now because that you know, unmasked version that's out now. That's what the Kmart exclusive should have been last year. Yeah. See, I never did get that either one of those ones, uh, from Kmart. So I ended up getting the unmasked Kylo Ren just because I didn't have it at all. Well, I think they're both available now. If you go in as well as a Jin Urso, which I was able to find that too. I forgot to mention that before. Yeah. I've seen them, but I don't like rebuying the same figures like that. Right. Yep. So I think I'll just pass on those. I'll wait till they go on clearance, and then you know I might pick them up then just for the accessories that come with them. Yeah, yeah. And then of course I got the you know three and three quarter inch figures that were all out, all three two packs. Um, or and then the Smuggler's Bounty, I got that which had a Darth Vader bobble with his hand out like he's choking somebody which was pretty cool and uh it also came with uh Graham off tarkin so uh, i yeah, thought that, that was, was a Go that's ahead. a great set I, I i love the smuggler's bounty and and I, i've been subscribing from day one and uh i like when they have two pops in there and they're not like variant ones yeah uh, i've been getting it since the beginning also yeah uh, but I have not gotten any of the chase ones every time they've had one of those chase ones. No, me neither. I got the see I did it I did two and then I stopped and I got one of the chase ones in the first box I did. I don't but I just don't collect <laughs> I know I, I don't collect Funko Pops. So Cuz then you I sold it. I know, I didn't know you wanted it. I'm sorry. <laughs> see, I say the same thing though. I don't collect the Funko Pops and yet I turn around and there's a shelf full of them. I'm like, "Oh, how did that happen?" Yeah, I know I'm the same way. I, that's all I've got is just the ones that come in those boxes. Yeah, yep. I have a couple extras. They had a uh Sand Trooper with a Dewback, which was a Walmart exclusive, and the box was so banged up, it was on clearance for 10 bucks. And I was like, I opened the box anyway. <laughs> oh, I did get uh, the Finn with uh, the bloody helmet. Oh, okay. Uh, that was a Walmart, or a uh, Target exclusive. And I had went in that day, and this lady had, like, all of them. Like, 20 of them in her buggy. And I knew what she was doing. <laughs> and she was like, uh, do you want one? I was like, 
Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Also, I ended up getting uh, an indoor Rebel Trooper mini bust from Gentle Giant. They had a sale, and then I had a a coupon that I hadn't used yet and some points built up. So I ended up getting that whole thing for like $25 shipped or something. (laughs) Nice. Can't beat that at all. Yeah. And, of course, got plenty of the, the Cardamundi you know, cards. Got like three or four sets of cards. I uh, got a Darth Vader picture frame that uh, the club had donated for our giveaway table. A book, which is absolutely everything you need to know on Star Wars. And then I had bought a, uh, a collection of uh, vintage figures. Uh, they're all pretty beat up. Uh, I had a a couple of uh, the Power of the Force ones. I had the Death Star Troop or the Death Star Gunner, and uh, an A-wing pilot, and then uh, ended up selling the Death Star Gunner to somebody who needed it because I I have all the vintage figures now, including Ooh. Yak Face. Now, yes, I did get a Yak Face here recently in the last month. So my uh, my original vintage collection, you know, minus the droids and Ewoks, is now complete. Nice. Now you're going to go after the the Joys and Ewoks? Oh, yeah. I guess I'll go ahead and uh, do that. I have a couple already. Yeah, that's something that I didn't really get into when I was a kid because I didn't know that there were Droids and Ewoks cartoons or figures. I just kind of got out of it when the movies ended. Yeah. And I found out later on, I was like, oh, okay. And I have all of the Ewoks on cards, but they're all beat up. So I may open them one day. I just haven't yet. And then uh, I have a couple of the droids figures, but they're also, you know, as you said, beat up or what I like to refer to as played with. Played with, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was pretty much the same way. I didn't even know that they existed, you know, until years after they were out you yeah. know, and, and already gone. Because, like, Star Wars got replaced at the toy stores with, like, He-Man and Transformers and... and you know, some of those, you know, early 80s, mid 80s toys. And I, I kind of stopped collecting for years until uh, Power of the Force 2 started up. Yeah, I did get a few He-Man and uh, Transformers figures because, um, you know, I was still, let's see, in 83, I was nine. So, you know, after that, mm-hmm. whenever they came out with, you know, Transformers, I was, what, 11, 885 when it came out. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me it was after Star Wars is a little bit of WWF for me, so I was getting Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. I, had, I remember seeing the Star Wars figures in in dump bins now that was left over as they was as you was saying kind of pushed off toy shelves. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had uh, some some of the WWF figures too. I think it was like eighty eight maybe or eighty nine when uh, the Marvel figures started coming out. And that's when I started collecting figures again. And then a few years later, um, you know, all the super heroic buff Star Wars figures came out with Power of the Force 2. And I was like, huh, these are, these are different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. If I, if I would have known back then what I know now that, the, you know, it was going to go on and on and on forever, I probably would have skipped all those. <laughs> <laughs> I see that sometimes, too, as I look around my office and I'm surrounded by totes of plastic men. Yeah, yeah. I used to have all of the modern figures too, but I ended up getting rid of a ton of them just because 
they're all sitting in plastic totes, like you said. And I was just like, well, I can't, nobody can see them. Right, right. I'll never be able to display them all. I mean, back, back when I was running a gallery, it was um, obviously important to have them at, at, at arm's reach. But nowadays, about two summers ago, I went through and started purging some of my stuff. And, and literally, like, I had boxes full of empty boxes. And I'm, I'm looking going, why do I have this? <laughs> <laughs> and like back when I was in the thick of it, you know, you're like, I would never even think to ask myself that question. It's like, oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to take the figure out. I'm going to put him over here. I'm going to fold the box flat. and I'm going to put that over here with the rest of the boxes and the cards. And I'm going to keep them safe. And then I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, there are there are some stuff that I keep the boxes for, like the mini busts. And I also collect the gentle giant jumbo star wars figures from you know the where they remade the vintage ones yep um and uh like lego boxes i'll keep those but other than that the star wars boxes i usually just throw them away like the hasbro toys and stuff yeah yeah i i said i spent one memorial i think it was memorial day weekend two years ago and i stacked up all my star wars cards Except for the ones that I really liked. Like, I like the original Trilogy Collection card backs. I like the Saga Collection card back. Obviously, Vintage Collection. Um, but anything like Power of the Force 2, Episode 1, Power of the Jedi, I stacked them all up, and I burned them. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been one long fire. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. And it was quite a... Uh, a surreal moment in my life. I just started, like, I'm literally taking everything in my adult and just throwing it in the fire it was it was very weird but it was uh it was good it was good it was good to kind of you know purge and empty out boxes of crap that just kept up took up space yeah you know the still still doing it but i haven't gotten through everything yet because i collect more than star wars so that's been a problem that's my problem too. I, I wish I could just concentrate on Star Wars. Hey, I can't. You two should start a Marvel podcast. <laughs> oh, I could. <laughs> I have. I have quite a few Marvel figures. Yeah. Not as many as I used to because I was a big fan of the Universe line. Um, I'm not so big into six inch figures, but now that's pretty much all they focus on. I'm starting to collect a few. Yeah, they're getting. They're slowly seem to be pushing the, the three point seven five inch out of the way a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And they had so much cool sad. stuff planned too, and they just it's like they showed all these pictures, and then that stuff didn't come. It's like, ah. yeah. It's uh, similar to what happened. It what is happening? I think with Star Wars itself. I mean, they're definitely moving towards a collector line, uh, the six inch series, and three and three quarter inch line is obviously geared towards kids with with less articulation and the thing is like as i've opened up some of these recently because i've been doing like unboxing videos and stuff and and I, i'm glad i got them at a cheaper price because i waited for them to go on clearance but i really like the sculpting of some of the figures from the force awakens it's just i wish it was more articulated that's what i've always said is they, they they're doing good on sculpting but yeah the articulation is disappointing yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I like the six inch figures, and I'm, I'm not like all in on them, but I have gotten right. a lot of them. I haven't bought any yet. I've been well behaved so far. Oh my! What <laughs> none? I saw a couple today that was revealed at New York Comic Con that I was kind of excited about. Darth Vader. 
Darth Vader looks really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw your a, tweets. I have all Greens Vader, but I don't have obviously that one. Yeah, I do have that Walgreens Vader. It was pretty nice looking. Yeah, he's currently threatening um, my Rebels Ahsoka six-inch figure uh, on my shelf at work. I said I don't because I saw pictures of the other Darth Vader figure that they made, and I was not impressed with it. It, it looked really weird, so I was like, I don't know if I want this. But then the the Emperor's Wrath version came out. I'm like, okay, that looks kind of cool. So I picked that up. Yeah, I actually have two of them. I bought one for somebody else, but they never did get it back off of me. And I don't, I don't know. I just sort of, I, I'll end up, you know, wait until somebody else needs it. And Carl, <laughs> no, not gonna happen. I can tell you now. He's not getting any six inch. Is there no six inch? Peso is a fantastic figure. I, I just want to say I, that's probably my favorite one in quite some time. Which one was that? K2SO, 6-inch scale. Oh, yeah, it is nice. Really nice. I did pick that up and look at it. It did look nice. <laughs> so I do look at them on the shelf, but I always set them back down. So is there no figure that they could come out with that you'd be like, yeah, I guess I got to get it? The only chance Mace would Windu? be... No. <laughs> would be Tarkin, because you know what a big Hammer Horror fan oh, yeah. and Peter Cushing fan. If they ever did Tarkin, there would be a chance. They might. I ended up with three vintage collections. I have two still on card and one open. Of That's how big a fan I was of Peter Cushing. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, they, they could come out with it anytime. Yeah. So, Dan, won't you tell us a little bit about what you do, like, with your sketch art and stuff like that? Ah. Um, well, since 2010, I've been um, a, sort of a regular um, contributing artist to the top Star Wars um, um, card sets. So I've done probably about a dozen or so sets now over the years. And currently, I'm working on um, Star Wars Rogue One, which I can't show, but uh, I'm actually tomorrow, as, as we're recording this, my uh, deadline to show off the um, cards that I've done uh, is tomorrow. So I have to, after we're done recording here, I'm going to go back and finish coloring, and <laughs> I'm going to stand <laughs> in, and I'm going to fire them off to the editor to see if, uh, you know, if I can get approval on that. And then you have to take those images and repeat them until you finish up all the cards. So that one's new to me because in the past I've always just done a hundred different cards, different images or whatever. But the rules are a little different now that Disney has uh, stepped in and kind of taken over. Oh, okay. I mean, what what I've basically done is taken um, stills from the trailers because you have to use, you know, official images, which... Unfortunately, I didn't have very many of in the beginning when I started. Now, after Rogue Friday and after some of the reveals the past couple of weeks, I'm kind of like, oh, man, that looks really cool. I would like to have drawn that. But <laughs> I'm hoping there'll be another opportunity after this where I can go back and do more. I like it when there's when there's more of a open focus than like a single movie. Because drawing the same characters over and over again tends to get uh, a little... Um, repetitive but Mm -hmm. this set is fun because I don't know who any of these characters are in fact I have to sometimes ask people I'm like what's this guy's name I don't know 
<laughs> I don't know how to pronounce any of these planets yet. I don't know, like, what's the story of this droid or why this Death Trooper has Darth Vader's belt buckle. I don't know why those details are the thing, but they're definitely, uh, it's fun to draw because I don't know these characters. Yeah, they had. They must have had a bunch of belt buckles, and that's why. <laughs> so. so, how did you end up getting getting like getting started with tops on doing this? Um, well, back in uh, back in the day, I was working uh, with with PR reasons for um, some of the tops people, and I just asked. I was like, "So, hey, I'm curious about doing sketch cards, and how how does one become?" A sketch card artist and I got in touch with the editor and he said well let me see some samples of stuff that you've done and I said okay but they're like 10 years old because I went to school for art and I don't have anything recent and I just found some couple drawings that I had done some were sci-fi related but most weren't I mean you know school projects you know um, and he goes okay why don't you do this for a living <laughs> you're really good you should do this and I said well thanks problem is you don't make any money doing this so and I've got three kids, so I kind of went in a different path. Um, but as a hobby, this this is totally something that I could do. You know, work nights, weekends, um, the occasional set. You don't get paid a lot of money for it. It's more of a, a you know nerd credit thing or or whatever. <laughs> um, so that's why I do it. I have fun with it, and it's it, like I said, it's more of like a hobby at this point. I'm not a professional artist by any means. I'm a project manager for a trading company in real life it's very boring but very time consuming <laughs> yeah so uh i've been listening to you do podcasts for quite a long time what was the first yeah, 10 pod- years now yeah what was the first podcast that you were on uh the first podcast i was on was one of the old episodes of the Forcecast. oh okay so that's so how i they- was on as a guest so like it must have started with they had like a segment for collecting or something, and then all of a sudden just broke it out into a podcast of its own. Yep. Oh, um, okay. In 2006, it was. Uh, I mean, if you guys are familiar, uh, uh, Jason and Pete, they were the hosts at the time, and they had me call up. It was really funny because many times the times that they recorded, I would call up on my phone while I was sitting in the parking lot at my daughter's dance class. <laughs> because that's the time they were recording like we want to get you on and i was like okay but i i have to do it under these circumstances because at this day at this time i have to be here so um that's how we did it oh okay that's and cool. uh, you know very high tech let me tell you <laughs> yeah skype from a phone <laughs> or just a phone call no there wasn't even skype i don't think i mean it was just literally you called me and i i talked oh yeah I can do. And then they, uh, that spun off onto its own show for a while. Um, and then we kind of split off. Uh, James Burns and I, we kind of split off into doing our own podcast. And um, that renamed itself. And then I kind of hooked up with another group where um, it was like six different people. And we didn't have any pressure to show up at all. It was just like, oh, yeah, well, somebody will be there. <laughs> And I became like the old fart of Star Wars fandom because it was a, a mix of people from the original trilogy, like myself, people from the prequel trilogy because they grew up and that was their Star Wars, you know. And some of the younger guys in the group were, they grew up with the Clone Wars. 
So that was their Star Wars. And it was a nice mix because we all had different points of view. And, you know, who's your favorite character? Ahsoka, really? Uh, okay, yep, she's she's cool. But come on, she's no Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett, where? Oh, and yeah. So now that uh, podcast renamed itself last year to be uh, the First Order Transmissions. Oh, okay. I've listened so, to that one a couple times. Yeah, and it's a video podcast, which is a little weird um, when I first did it because who the hell wants to see me? But <laughs> apparently, some people do. So, all right. Yeah, it's like one of those things where you say, um, "Well, you know, I've got a face for radio, right?" <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, um, the uh, I'm trying to remember the. I, I don't think I, I listened to you on the Force Cast itself when Pete was there because I think when I started listening to the Force Cast, Jimmy had already taken over. Yep. But I do remember. Yep, uh, I do remember you being on there with Jason and Jimmy. Oh yeah, we we had a lot of shows uh, on that. There was actually one show that we did where Jimmy and I kind of kind of um, ran it remotely uh, when we we were in a convention in Japan. And it turns out that because I wasn't listening to any of the shows, there was a lot of jokes at my expense, and they sort of became. Like very popular with the people that listen to the show, so all the fans were in on all these jokes, and I had no idea that any of this was going on. <laughs> so there's a lot of "Where's Curdo?" jokes. Can you ride it? And, and you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. What are you laughing at? And they're like, You got to listen to the show. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's kind of like what they do with uh, um, a Kitster. Where's Kitster now? <laughs> Where's Kidster, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely uh, that's definitely from that era of of the Force Cast, and now uh, you know, obviously they they've spun off into their own thing as well. Oh yeah, yeah, they've they've gone uh, gone out and they're doing really well now. Hmm. Uh, I met you. I, th- I think it was at Celebration Five, but I'm not a hundred percent sure if it was that one or not. Uh, I think that's the time I, I met you. Oh, okay. I was definitely there. Yeah, I mean, of course you didn't know who I was, but... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, it's okay. It doesn't bother me none. Okay, I, yeah. I was at five, uh, I was at two, three, four, five, and six, and I was not able to go to Anaheim last year because it was like um, a couple weeks before my daughter's graduation, so I had some conflicting priorities there. Yeah, I went to five, six, and then the one in Anaheim. Yep. What part of the country are you from? I'm from upstate New York. Oh, okay. So you're a you're on Eastern Time as well. Yes. Okay. So are you going to so try I, to go I, next year? I really would like to go next year, but um, whose idea was it to have it Easter weekend? I I know I I, I debated with that myself, but uh, we're we're going to go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we've already got our tickets and a place to stay, and I'm trying to talk Carl here into going too. Once again, it's Easter weekend, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to convince my wife, like, "Hey, honey, don't you want to spend Easter at Disney next year? <laughs> <laughs> Only you'll never see me." Yeah, yeah, that's not gonna fly. So, 
that's i mean i really want to go i love going to conventions i always i've always said like there's there's a part of me that uh really comes alive when i go to like a toy fair or, or comic-con or celebration uh and i just really enjoy being there and seeing all the different stuff um but the past few celebrations i mean the ones in europe forget it i'm probably not going to be able to afford that um i hear you but uh, you know family's got to come first oh yeah well, mm-hmm. my my wife and son are going and my son's three right now so he'll enjoy yeah. it he he went to the one in anaheim as well <laughs> nice and uh, he loved seeing r2d2 that was like his guy uh, cool and of course we went to uh disneyland while we were out there too and uh, he got to go see mickey before you know they well, they're going to tear down that whole area out there in Disneyland now, where right. Mickey, where Mickey's house is. So he won't have a house out there anymore. <laughs> okay. But uh, that yeah, was pretty cool, just seeing the look on his face. A couple years ago, I went out to Disneyland um, for a a Disney Store press event. And it was sort of like a preview of the upcoming Star Wars toys that they were coming out with. And, and they flew me out there as, as part of their PR. I think I uh, remember you uh, talking about that. Yeah, it was it was fun. I, I remember I got the invite and I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> but it wasn't. And and it was it was a very fun event. And, and we went to Disney World. Uh, I'm sorry, Disneyland after after it was over. And that's the first time that I had been to Disneyland in probably 15 years. Um, so it, it was completely different from what I remember. And, you know, I don't know whenever I'll get out there again. But we've been to Disney World many times. Uh, my family goes quite that well. It just turned out we have gone very often. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been. That's the only time I was at, ever at Disneyland. Of course, we also went to California Adventure, too. Oh, yeah. Trying to do both parks, you know, in one day, which was really tough. <laughs> right. Running from place to place. But uh, yeah, I don't. Do you all have a collectors club up there in your area? We have. Um, so we call, we call ourselves the Rochester Illuminati, <laughs> and it's not so much that we meet and have regular events like like you 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 were describing earlier. Um, but we have a secret Facebook group invite only and, and a bunch of us, you know, we, we announce, Hey, this Walgreens has this figure. Anybody interested in, um, Hey, this target has the X wing on clearance for only 15 bucks. If you want it, let me know. I'll stash it for you. And you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so cool. definitely way more organized than, than we used to be in the past. And, and it helps me collect especially if I'm collecting on a budget these days. And I, you know, like you said before, everything's just gotten so expensive. You really have to kind of pick and choose. Like, okay, I really want to get that Han Solo figure, but I know there's a better one coming out later, so I'll just wait. Yeah. Our like, group they- has uh, has several. We have like three events that uh, we have every year where the whole state of Kentucky tries to get together. You know, like our fall festival, oh, wow. our auction that we have, and then we have a uh, what's called a swap meet, you know, where we sell mm-hmm. stuff, trade stuff, whatever. And uh, so we do try to do that spread out throughout the year and change locations. We have three different uh, uh, regions 
We have the Ashland, Kentucky region, which is the eastern part of Kentucky, and then the Lexington, Kentucky region, and the Louisville region. So mm-hmm. we are, we're pretty spread out. You know uh, Tim Hopkins? Oh, yeah. Yep. He's uh, one of my friends from my Ferg days. Yeah, we were on, uh, I've been on whenever they had the Escape podcast. <laughs> I was on that several times. Nice. Uh, so he is kind of backed away from the club for a while, I guess. Uh, maybe, I guess, focusing yeah. more on his kids because they're getting to the age where they're doing to a lot of activities. Yeah. So uh, he, he gave up the uh, the website and all that stuff. And I don't know if he's, has he been to any club meetings at all? Uh, I don't know about meetings, but he was at the SWAT meet this year. That's the first time I'd saw him in, gosh, well over a year. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you probably, do you know Kevin Lentz? Yep. Okay, yeah, he's he's in the Lexington area. Actually, uh, I built that um, you know, that club website once. I'm oh, sure it's really? Many times. Yeah, back in, like, I don't know, 06, 07, something like that, probably. Yeah, um, they, uh, they actually, now it's just basically one page, <laughs> and it yeah. pretty much redirects to Facebook. Yeah. Well, that's all you need nowadays, really. Yeah, but I kind of miss the forums, and uh, yeah. we do. I, I've actually created a forum on on my website, the the Star Wars Collector dot com, so that uh, some of those people can get on there and talk still, because some of them don't have Facebook on our group. Oh, okay. Well, it's definitely uh, you know a, <laughs> a, a a devil in disguise, I suppose, is what I'm looking for. I don't know. I remember when I first heard about it, I was at a different job, and they're like, yeah, we're going to connect this to Facebook. I'm like, whoa, what's that? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, I never heard of it. Uh, I kind of miss those days sometimes. <laughs> yeah, me too. But So, I mean, that's that's sort of another thing that's completely changed, I think, you know, over the years <clears throat> is just how – when I would go to – conventions and toys you know toy fairs and stuff i would be reporting from you know the field right and so i'd be running around trying to get the information and go back to the hotel and hook up to the internet and load all the things now you just stand there and you just stream video from your phone man yeah it's crazy you never could do that before (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean uh Things have changed so fast in technology, even that it, sometimes it's hard to even keep up. Oh, does anybody have anything else? The only thing I got is I I saw where yesterday where Ian Liston, the guy that played Wes Jansen and also an Adat driver, mm-hmm. oh, he's an Adat driver too, had passed mm-hmm. away. Yeah, so. Another one, another one gone this year. It's well, you know like five or six already. This is not a good year for celebrities. Yeah, I know. No, no, it's not. Yeah. Um, so, Dan, where can people uh, get a hold of you? Oh, the well, the most popular place to go is Facebook. You can find me there. It's uh, Facebook slash Decurto. Um, but I also am on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I just started this new thing. What the heck is it called? It's um, 
Oh. It's a video thing. A video thing. Yeah, hold on one second. Oh, Flipagram. So you can make Flipagram? <laughs> sideshow videos. Yeah, a friend of mine showed it to me one time. I'm like, oh, that's kind of fun. So I added that. I only have one post. I was on Google Plus for a while, but I found that to be kind of boring. And uh, I had to join Pinterest finally, like not too long ago, because I wanted to look at a Star Wars page, and you had to join to look at it. I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> like, it's popular, and apparently I have a lot of people that connect there. Uh, anyway, I, I also, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm a regular host on the First Order Transmissions podcast, and since I don't do that full-time, I'm free to appear on other podcasts. So I'm actually doing a lot of guest appearances, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. And we uh, thank you for uh, for joining us. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thanks. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, if, if you want to get a hold of me out there, uh, raminator at gmail.com or on Twitter at Darth Rammy. And uh, Carl? It's hauntedpalace at gmail.com or Twitter is at brain of blood. All right. Uh, well, if nobody has anything else, I guess we'll see you next month. Cool. All right.